Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And I'm Chris. And this is SLC Punkcast. Punkcast. Yeah. And this is episode 84. 84. Dustin. It's not a special edition, but I think it's pretty special. It's a it's pretty good playlist. It's going to be a great episode, good playlist, an amazing interview coming up with Jenna Enemy. Jenna Enemy of the Vaughn Tramps. Right on. Dustin, this is SLC Punkcast. We are a punk rock review and interview show reviewing and critiquing all genres and subgenres of punk rock music. Dustin, we were not on the podcast awards. Damn it. Motherfuckers. How do you get on the podcast awards? Fuck them. That's how. All right. <laughs> Literally, you got to fucking blow them all. Dustin, new music's coming out. What's the new music, man? Amplify with Deadlines, January 19th. Quam with Maul. It's a single, January 21st. Short Fuse to Sink or Swim on January 22nd. Rat Boy is internationally unknown, 25th of January. The Blanks. With Dropout Runaway, you see Single. what I did there? Yep. Uh, Some Kind of Nightmare is Driven Red on January 25th. See a Space Cowboy, Songs for the Firing Squad. Chris, check out. You know, there's a lot of good ones on here I've listened, right. but I had never heard of See you Space Cowboy. Caught wind of it, listened to it. Pretty cool hardcore, man. Right on. Good hardcore. Love it. Sun Heights with Remain and Resist. It's a single. Those are both the sides on it. January 28th, Alliance as the City Burns EP. Coming out January, Dustin. They're, they came out, so this one and the next two came out. See I don't know the January specific now. date, but they came out during January. Concrete Elite, The Survival, also came out in January. Hard Evidence with Last Gasp came out in early January. Dustin, on to February, sir. Yes, February's in a couple days. Yes, Savage so, Beat, Wired, yes. The Reapers, Rip It Up, Reckless, So Cynical, and Matilda Scoundrels with Heathen all out on the first. That's Friday. Junto with Motor Invictus on January 4th. Morior Invictus. Got it. L.A. needs a riot. Bands from the Los Angeles Underground. It's 45 fucking bands. Jesus. Hell yeah. It's a good compilation so far this year, huh? End of last year, beginning of this year. Yeah, man. We did did a comp episode just uh, Just a special edition ago. As December Falls, self-titled on February 8th. Lofuse Daily Ritual, February 8th. Kicker with Pure Dribble on February 8th. 211 Boot Boys compilation from United Riot Records on February 11th. Dr. Ghost with Criminalized Survival. February 12th, Mill and Colin with SOS. Kenny Lashley's Gang of One. Uh, Lenny Lashley, not Kenny Lashley. Uh, oh, shit, I'm trying. I'm, I was trying to get it before the music hurry, was hurry. out. Hurry, hurry. It's over. <laughs> Lenny Lashley's Gang of One, February 15th. At Atlantis? It's Atlantis, French band. Uh-huh. If you're a fan of Wadi. It's okay. another one of his bands. He's in like six bands, dude. Yeah, why Just not? started Faction S. He's in Atlantis. He's in Maraboots. He's in Bromier. And one of my absolute favorites, Lion's Law. Right. And this uh, this album is going to be called Fears at Forts. Yes. Fears eh. Eh. Eh? Eh. Eh. It's and. And. Yeah. Why don't they just... Because that's fucking French, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Let us know what we missed. I'm sure there's something out there that we didn't cover that's out there right now. You can find us on all sorts of social media places. You can find me at SLC Punk Chris. You can find me at Another Punk SLC. And Dustin also runs SLC Punk Cast on Instagram, Facebook, 
And the website, even. And the website. www.slcpodcast.com. Yes, Chris, we're going to talk about some new music. Some new music that just came out today. We just decided to add it in. I heard something Tim Armstrong was up to yesterday. Didn't even know what it was. Today, wake up and guess what? Go to piratespress.com, everybody. You can get Landfill Crew. Yeah. Chris, I'm going to play. We're going to start playing it. Talk about it, Chris. Yeah, man. It's a cool little track. Um, it's and, on Hellcat Records yeah, too, by the way. Yeah, and it's and it's animated, Dustin. Yeah, an animated concept. So, uh, Landfill Crew, the four-song EP. It's a fictional. It's about a fictional animated punk rock band set in the 1980s. Yeah, and uh, it's a it's a it's a cool little video. The animation reminds me. It, it also reminds me of an 80s animation, right? Like, yes. Like. And, and even how they're doing. So this song, like right now in the song, it's going through Hillix, Jenny. Hux, Jenny, Baby. Baby. Hold on. And then Pac-Man. Looked like Pac-Man. And then Baga. Baga, and that's Tim Armstrong. That's Tim Armstrong's character. Hux is uh, Jamaican singer Tippa Lee. And you'll hear him in the song. Um, it's pretty cool. On drums, Dash Hutton. On bass, Kevin uh, Bavona, Bavona uh, John Morikow on piano, Timmy on folks and guitar, and of course Tippa is the lead folks. Here he is. Let's be honest. This is a fucking ten, bro. It's it's great. I love the music's great. Cool. And then the videos that they're doing with these. Just make them so much well, better. Well, yeah, and it's and it's got that very a very 80s feel to the animation, a Hanna Barbera esque uh, feel to it. I was gonna um, say Fat Albert esque, kind of the animation of and then, Fat and Albert, that would, and that'd be like the Hanna Barbera stuff okay. as well. Um, I agree with you, um, and just kind of like it's like an introduction to the the whole. No, you gotta shake the head like Tim does. See, <laughs> oh, shake it. Uh, Tim with a little left-handed guitar. His character even has a little left-handed guitar there. You see it? Yes. Yeah, buddy. I love the gap in the teeth. Isn't that funny? On yeah, right? Ah, uh, that's great. And uh, just like a an opening to a, an 80s cartoon, it has like little vignettes from what would be the full length of the cartoon throughout the song. Right. Very fucking cool. Um, Dustin, you could get the EP smarturl.it forward slash landfill crew. It's gonna, I think that leads you to the Pirates Press website. Leads you to the Pirates Press website. Limited, so get yours as soon as you hear this. Go on order. How do we fucking order it, Dustin? What do we gotta do? Get on there and order. Oh, you can get it on Record Store, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Amazon Music, and watch it on YouTube. So the vinyl is gonna be the limited. You can buy it on Amazon Music, you can buy it on iTunes, and that's it. I'm just going to buy it on Amazon Music. Nice. $3.96. 
Four tracks. For four tracks. I, I can't wait to listen to the other ones. LFC. Landfill Crew's great, man. LFC. LFC. The Landfill Crew, Youth Revolt, uh, Poets in the Night, and Worldwide Warfare. Dustin, can't wait for that. What else do That's you have? piping new. Brand new just came out today. So fucking new that we have to literally post this episode as soon as we fucking can right we have a great interview so there's no holding back why on this not one. jenna enemy coming up later in the episode we're gonna we're pushing it a lot further than the back in the episode than we do most interviews usually interviews we got it towards the beginning but in this case we were so it's gonna be my great cover to cover so album is gonna be their the album. album that we had to put it there uh it just it didn't fit anywhere else in the episode dustin what do you got for us next chris you're up you got a new pick I've got Hexen. Yes. This is Act Two. The song is Memories of Mia. You can hear your mascot in the background barking, by the way. I know. Leo wants to get in on the show. So why'd you pick Hexen, Chris? I uh, don't know. All female. Just Boy from stuff. Spain. Bilbao, Just, Spain. Yeah, man. Just finding stuff online. We you played them on the show once before. We were trying to trying to put together the 2018 best of, and that ain't gonna fucking ever happen. I don't think this is too fucking hard to do, man. I know. How'd we do it last year? Well, we only had a half a year of of doing the episode. True. And didn't go back and. And we didn't go back really. We were like, fuck it. We're happy with what we trying have. Trying to be thorough this time. And Even more thorough because I missed out. I, there's legit albums from 2017. I, I thought, oh, I would have had them in my top. I just didn't come across them. Yeah, and, and you know, fair enough. The, 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 this album is Act 2, The Revenge, De Rush, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, there you go. I got it. This song, Memories of Mia, stood out to me. Came out. Uh, the album came out May first last year. But the right. single, the single, this single here, I believe they put a video out for it, which came out in January, so early uh, of the EP. And it's also uh, it's on Common People Records and Longshot Records. Man, I've been doing all this work trying to just get to their fucking Facebook page, man. What the fuck? <laughs> well, check this out while you get there. We're going to be talking cool about this song, later man. in the episode. The, yeah. The future is female. That's a great yeah. all-female oi band right there from Spain. Is that what we're going to... Are we, are we throwing them in oi? Uh, I think that's what they're considered. I don't know the we. Okay. 
that's not necessarily an opinion uh, that I'm saying is ours. I, that's what I've seen is they're okay. listed as a, a female oi band. Right on. Yeah, man. Uh, super cool. Really cool band. I, I like it. A good choice. We played them earlier. It's a great EP. You can go to Pirates Press, get it off Longshot, go to Common People Records. Chris, we have uh, Friends of the Band, Splinter. Yeah. Just released two Love tracks. Uh, happy to get to check these out. Uh, Propaganda Machines, one of them. The next track uh, that we're playing is. Uh, yeah. By the way, Hexen.oi. Yes. There you go. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, you're on it. You're on it. Hey, Splinter, though. Boy, we love Splinter. When did we interview? We did an interview with Splinter. Yeah, I think it was over the summer. Splinter, S-P-L-N-T-R. They're from La Habra, California. You can go to their Reverb Nation backslash, you know, ReverbNation.com backslash S-P-L-N-T-R to go listen to these two new tracks. Propaganda Machine. This one's Banners and Slogans. Just released yesterday on, uh, officially on Reverb Nation. Right on. From the OC, Dustin. Yes. All right, let's check out some banners and slogans, see what you think. Dustin, there's a guitar solo right there. Did you feel like it served the song or the band? What do, what do you think? You tell me. I think that it, it did a pretty good job to serve the song because it segued into this part that has the, the megaphone shouting, Dustin. If we were playing punk rock bingo, we got... <laughs> punk rock bingo, yes. Punk rock bingo. Woo! Did he say we got dinosaurs? I'm sorry. You gotta enjoy a little splitter. We don't need your banners. We don't need your slogans. Fucking parades. Fuck yeah. Hey, big fan of Splinter. They sing my type of music, man. Uh, There's a message in the music. I love a message in my music. Propaganda, right? Yep. And like I said, if we were playing punk rock bingo, and we were like, okay, this song is anti establishment ish. What do we got? We got just about everything checked off, Dustin. Absolutely. I say to this song, bingo, sir. Bingo, indeed. Uh, it was great. Check out that and check out Propaganda Machine. Splinter, awesome band out of California. Go check out that interview we did if you haven't already. Chris, on Dustin. this episode, uh, because we have the Von Tramps, had the interview lined up, I thought, you know, uh, there's a couple bands from Minnesota I haven't played or... Uh, you know, this track right here is actually a combination of two great bands I've already played. 
And so I'm doing two bands in one oh, by the, virtue of... Is it Prince and the New Power Generation? There you go. No. Uh, this is Empire How Down. you and your friends against me in the revolution? Yeah. Uh, Empire Down featuring Dan of Victory. Yeah, I love Victory. Fucking album cover, Dustin. Chris got like a dead king sitting on his throne, right? Sword in hand, still. That's right? awesome. It's a cool fucking album cover. Little seven inch, right? You bought it for me for my birthday. Makes Fuck it yeah. even better. Yeah, man. Oi, the boat records. What's up, fellas? <laughs> Oi, the boat. I love Oi, the boat records. I do too. What else did you get out of that? The press. The press. And what was the comp? We played the comp last week. We did? No, we were going to use Oh, that's right. We got to play it next time. <laughs> oh, shit. The podcast is falling to hell. I love when the, you know, kind of a breakdown and then... You like the build-up, Dustin. I love the build-up, Chris. In Salt Lake City, at this point, they would already have stopped dancing them. We have a problem. We, we, our pits become powerful, yet are incredibly brief. It's like sex. <laughs> it doesn't last long, but holy shit, you had a good time. Right. Hell yeah, Chris, that was Empire Down. Love them featuring Dan of Victory. Two wonderful bands yes. from Minneapolis. Go get that EP. Empire Down EP is fantastic. Chris, uh, you picked Evil Conduct. We played that old yeah. tattoo previously. This is oh, off of Rule OK. This is good, too. This is Home Sweet Home. Tell it's me about it. It's a great song. So I've been doing Oi. First, I was doing kind of like the original Oi bands, right? I was trying to kind of build up a... A catalog, if you will, of older oi bands. And I mean, Evil Conduct would fit into that. These guys the have been style, around. They've been around. Um, and, but the last couple weeks, and, and, and as we move into the future, I just want to play oi that I liked um, during the older lesser. Um, this song, Home Sweet Home, it's a good tune. Fucking great tune. I love and, Evil Conduct. And Evil Conduct, School as Hell. Right, we played that old tattoo. Yeah. And I just think, fucking what a great song. Mind blowing. Great video, too. Fun video. There's a video for this one, Home Sweet Home. You can check it out. Let's listen to a little bit of Evil Conduct. Is this the place? 
Evil Conduct, a Dutch punk band. They existed from 84 to 88. Broke up for 10 years. Came back together to 2015. And of course, October of 2018. Started up again. They've been playing shows, Chris. They've got shows on the schedule. On the schedule. So about three talking. years they were on a break again. Well, you know, uh, when you when you put together 1984, I don't know if, you know, maybe it's just a matter of, hey, let's, you know. You know what they're going to do? Not die. Is they're going to pick up Lars, and Lars is going to play guitar on their next album. Motherfuck, you're, you're serious, no. aren't you? <laughs> no. Oh, I'm talking about, Jesus. like, The Last Resort. Similar situation know, band, and then they picked is, up Lars. But, but I could believe it because Lars fucking does everything. In all great bands. I'm pretty and- sure Lars washed my car yesterday. He does it all, man. He's a fucking man of all seasons. Uh, This is a cool song, Dustin. Probably one of my favorites. It is so good. There you go. Home sweet home. Home sweet home, home sweet home, home sweet home. From the back of the throat, Dustin. Home sweet home. Oh shit. Home sweet home. Okay, okay, okay. Oh. It's got everything that Dustin loves about Oi in it. It's got a great track. It's got a full sound. You like the full sound? I do. Got a great lead singer with the gut, with the really gritty vocals. It's got some great King group, of Kings, some group vocals, and it's got a tune, a catchy one that the crowd can really get behind. Arms around each other, drinking beer, listening to Dustin. Tell me about the Dillinger Four. Chris, they're also from Minneapolis. Uh, they they started out on Hopeless Records. I think they might still be on Hopeless Records, but they've been on Fat Records for a while. Right. Uh, they started in the 90s. This album is Versus God. came out June 20th of 2000. This track is called Maximum Piss and Vinegar. Hadn't played Dillinger before. They've been around. I think they were Punk Rock Bowling this last year. Great time to play them yes. when we're playing Minneapolis bands. So this is Dillinger 4. Check out Maximum Piss and Vinegar.
Chris, what do you think of Dillinger 4? Hey, cool band, man. Very cool. I think it sound a lot like bands from Fat Records. I think that's the show they played <laughs> is the Fat Records show last year where yes. it was a bunch of bands from Fat Records. So uh, cool to play them. Fat Records band out of Minneapolis, man. All my bands Minneapolis this episode. Chris, we're going to talk about a band who's out on tour now. And these guys are like indefinitely on tour. They're from Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. It's the Reverend Horton Heat. This track it's called Psycho Billy Freakout. This is right up Chris's alley right here. I picked this yeah, shit on purpose. Man, I, I'll tell you right now, uh, you know, it's, a, it's definitely a genre that I've been experiencing more and that I'm starting to really enjoy more and more every time I hear it. You know, I, I really appreciate Dusty for really turning me on to it. You know, in that interview we talked, we asked him, hey, what is Psycho Billy? You know, and, and, and he gave just that gave us the definition you know he gave us what we wanted and and you know to know more about it so go back and check out that interview we did with dusty grave yeah back in april um, i think gosh yeah it's it, it april-ish uh, almost a year ago we got to see dusty man we haven't seen yeah. him in a while um but yeah man fucking cool band reverend horton heat where are they gonna be dustin you said uh, they're gonna be here they are coming here. All right. Uh, this track actually was released on their album Smoke Em If You Got Em. Came out October 22nd, 91, Chris. 1900. i tell you what it is. It's some kind of a Texas psychedelic freak out. That's what it is. There you go. Cool band, Dallas, Texas, on Victory Records. Tonight, Dustin, they're at the Mystic Theater in Petaluma. January 30th, Harlow's Restaurant Nightclub, Sacramento. 31st, the Senator Theater in Chico, California. Good weed in Chico, by the way, Dustin, in case you were wondering. Chris, this list goes all the way up to August. Well, we can't do that, but we can tell you that <laughs> February be... 1st, they'll be in Bend, Oregon. February 2nd, Portland, Oregon. Uh-huh. Second show in Portland, Oregon on the 3rd. They must be... Oh, and the third show in Portland. Yes. All at Dugfer Lounge and on the 5th. With, so they must love with Voodoo Glow Skulls, Big Sandy, and the Delta, Delta Bombers. Bombers. Chris loves the Voodoo Glow Skulls as well. I do. Chris, they're doing three shows in Seattle on February 6th, 7th, and 8th. Let's get to where it matters, Dustin. They're February. going to Olympia, Washington on the 9th. Let's get to where it matters, Dustin. February 13th in uh, San Jose, 14th in Reno, the 15th at the Depot in Salt Lake City with Big Sandy, Voodoo Glow Skulls, and the Delta Bombers. Chris, they'll also, uh, through February, they'll be in Inglewood, Colorado, Albuquerque, New Mexico, San Antonio, Texas, Austin, Texas for two shows, Houston, Texas, Dallas, Texas, Chattanooga, Tennessee, Atlanta, Georgia. And that sums up that month. They're going to take off some time and then a month off, and then they'll hit the road again in March. They'll be through the south, heading up the east coast, back out in Colorado, a bunch of uh-huh. shows in Colorado, Chris. They're going to go back out to Vegas April 20th, Flagstaff, Arizona, shit ton more shows in Colorado. They're going to be in Casper, Wyoming on June 9th. Uh, a bunch of play Billings, Montana, and Whitefish, Montana. These guys are big everywhere. They're stopping they're in all kinds of everywhere. cities where it's like, what? The hell? How many hey, people are Voodoo there? Hey, Voodoo Glow Skulls with them. I think that it's going to have Manic Hispanic as lead singer. Probably. That's at the beginning. Uh, by the time they get into the rest of their shows, they're playing with the Delta Bombers, but not Voodoo Glow Skulls. They're going to be doing a whole bunch of Canada shows in June. They're going to be in Minneapolis, Minnesota on June 29th and Milwaukee, Wisconsin on June 30th. Next hey. episode, 85, is going to feature Wisconsin bands. Oh, yeah, don't you know. Right? 
<laughs> Throw those out there. And anybody that goes to Sturgis, South Dakota, oh, they're going to be there on August shit. 10th. Is that during Sturgis? Is that during the bike rally? I am not a bike rally guy, but I know I, it happens in the I. summertime. I just so know could that there's be. tits and bikes, Dustin. Tits and bikes. What more do you need? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of punk rock. There you go. Or in this case, it's going to be some Psycho Billy. Fair Chris, enough. Let's move I'm on to some that. great cover-to-cover albums. If you're out there at any of those shows during those times and you're into Reverend Horton Heat and the Voodoo Glow Skulls and the Delta yeah. Bombers and the Big Sandy, fuck yeah, go check these guys out. That's going to be a good show. They're on tour. Depot. Psycho does. Billy Freakout, that not, was. Not my favorite venue, but I'll, I'll go. All right. All right. <laughs> Chris, great cover-to-covers. You're up first. What'd you pick? Yeah, man. So I've been doing 90s skate punk. Um, and I had to do the Balancing Souls. Great band. coming. They're going to be on tour soon with the Bronx. Coming to Utah as well. Yes, and we're looking forward to that. Uh, they're going to be great. Um, Already got our tickets, just in case it sells out. The venue's not a huge venue, and so oh, we got our tickets. tickets. Already got our tickets. Fuck, oh, Dustin, it's 20. Yeah. Or maybe more. Might be more with the Balancing Souls and oh, the Bronx. Oh, no. It's closer to 30. All right, I can handle $30-ish. Uh, it looks like I don't get a shirt. Dustin, I can't play Olay because it was on NHL 11. We're going to do a video game episode in the future. Okay. So I pushed it over to there. However, I picked Bowling the Jukebox. What happened to that one? You didn't pick I, that one. I picked Wish you well. my three favorite tracks. That one's a fantastic off one, of too. Hopeless Romantic. I take it you like this album, then. I do. Came out 1999, Dustin. We were... We were in the heart. Sexual prime, Dan. There you go. <laughs> Although 19, so we just we didn't have any control. But anyways, nonetheless, uh, a great album. This oh, is Kid. Uh, Why'd you pick Kid? I just like the, I picked the three I liked. All right, I didn't know if there was um, a reason. Let's check out Kid. I, well, there's a reference to the Breakfast Club in it that I've never really caught. Let's listen for it. Maybe we haven't heard it missed it I'm yet. I'm not a big. I like the Breakfast Club. Great yeah? show. I'm not a big Hughes f- uh, fan. Uh, isn't it Hughes? Didn't he John do all Hughes. the movies? John Hughes? Yeah. He did uh, all those movies. Pretty in pink. I watched, I probably watched all of them. You have. Yeah, Dustin, you know, I just kind of went a little different on this one. I just picked three songs I liked. Hey, that's what you do. It's a great cover-to-cover album. And uh, That's what we do. We pick songs proving the case of why we think it's a great cover-to-cover album. Well, this album, why not Dustin, pick your favorites? was their fourth. Um, came out in 99, I mentioned, on Epitaph. Um, and uh, it was, like, it is... Number 31 on Rock Sounds, the 51 most essential pop punk albums of all time list. Oh, shit. Fucking <laughs> hey. I mean, holy shit, right? Who well, it looks like a fan or a kid is a fan favorite. And yeah, the- I read that. Title track, Dustin, because fuck you. Of course, I had to be there. 
Ah, uh, yes. Great track, though. Track one, title track, fits, fits my fucking... Chris, where's New cool Brunswick song. in New Jersey? These guys are from New Jersey. Where's that? Um, in relation to uh, wherever, you know? Like, well, where is it? I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Well, New Brunswick is a province in Canada, Dustin. <laughs> I don't think that's the New Brunswick in New Jersey. <laughs> These guys have been around since 89. Chris, this is 30 years for Bouncing Souls this year. 30-year anniversary of the band. All right, New Brunswick. Uh, to northeast of Trenton, we were talking about a band from... Um, Morristown, I think. I'm trying to remember the band we talked about last time. Uh, that was from. It, it's it's in between Newark and Trenton, uh, and you know what, Dusty New Brunswick is. Uh, it's it's right on the bay. Awesome. Uh, so if you if you were in Staten Island, you just cross the bridge and you're you're literally there. Yeah, man, I think it's a great song for the album, you know, uh, good track one or here, but for sure. Good kickoff. Um, so why is Night on Earth the last one? It looks like it's a ballad. It's, it's a little bit, we're bringing it down, buddy. Oh, we're bringing it down. Bringing it down. Just a little bit. It's a cool song, though, man. Dustin, the, the, you know... The Bouncing Souls are Greg, Antonio on vocals, Pete Steinkoff on guitar, and Brian uh, Kinlan on bass, and it has been those three from the get-go. Um, right now on drums is George. He's been there since 2013. They've been through three different drummers, including Michael McDermott, who was on drums from 2000 to 2013. And Shaw Kichi, who was on the drums from 89 to 2000. This is a band who stuck together for, you know, four albums, solid lineup. But here we are, much later, still, most, you know, three out of four of the original guys still in the band. That's awesome. That's amazing. Is, is that a... Is, 30 years. Um, these guys uh, fucking were everywhere on the Warp Tour, right? I mean, this is Always, one of those yeah. bands that's on... A perennial warp tour band. A perennial, Dustin. That means every year. Perennial. <laughs> uh, warp tour band. Um, some other albums. Are Are you a fan of the other albums, Dustin? I am. I'm a the good, big the, bouncing soul fan. 1994, like the Good, the Bad, and the Argyle. Yeah. Uh, Manacle Laughter in '96. The self-titled in '97. And um, Hopeless Romantic, of course, '99. How I Spent My Summer Vacation, Ot One. If I remember, that was a pretty big hitter. Um, uh, Anchors Away and Ot Three, The Gold Record, Ot Six, Ghosts on the Boardwalk, 2010, Comet, 2012, and Simplicity, 2016. Um, all, I, I think, uh, pretty solid. For sure. Uh, from from top to bottom. All on Epitaph. I'm asking. Uh, that I don't know for sure. I don't think they're all on Epitaph. No, I think more recently they're. Either their own label or independent label, something like that, if I'm not mistaken. 
nonetheless, uh, how I spent my summer vacation was all over Tony Hawk. The uh, it was like the Tony Hawk Four. Mantham gone. True believers all off that one. Uh, pro wrestler CM Punk used Night Train uh, as well as Olay as an entrance theme. Big big fan of them. He is awesome. Also big fan of Lars. They're good friends actually. That's Probably cool. Not. Uh, Dustin, it's looking like uh, I'm gonna look at simplicity here. Yes, it is on Rise. The the, the newest one. It, the label is Rise and uh, and Chunksa Records, and that's from Ashbury Park um, Independent Label. So from Jersey. That's cool. Comet was also uh, the same. Ghosts on the Boardwalk, I think, was Chikunsa, so that was their first one, not Epitaph. Different kind of breakdown, Chris. To the crescendo, Dustin. Very cool. It's one of those songs you just fucking listen to, man. Gotta touch the string. Is that what it is? It's a cool fucking, very cool sound, man. Dustin, we're gonna see the Bouncing Souls. May. May. I think it's the first week of May. We're gonna see the, the Bronx. Inter- we're gonna see the Bronx with them. Yeah. Fucking A, and we're gonna see uh, the Interrupters in April. Yep, with Mast Intruder. With Mast Intruder, and then we're going to see in February. Flogging Molly and Face oh, to Face together. And that's March. Fe- that's March. And then February, we're going to get to see um, Reverend Horton Heat. Reverend Horton Heat with Voodoo Glow Skulls. Yes. Not bad, dude. Even if we only did one a month. And then guess what else happens at the end of May, sir? Punk Rock Bowling. Fucking Punk Rock Bowling. All right, Chris. This is the Von Tramps. Yeah, man, big fan, really enjoyed this album, Dustin. Jenna Enemy, uh, we're going to interview her, talk more about the Van Tramps. The, the album, Von Tramps. Uh, uh, Von Tramps, what the hell am I doing? I the Van Tramps? What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with me? That um, makes it sound really weird. Yeah, it does. It's almost creepy now. Now it's, now it's not cool anymore. I <laughs> fucked it all up. Uh, the album is called The Future is Female, and we'll, of course, have a bigger opportunity to talk about that this album or this song um is 14b dustin on the album cover uh each individual song has a little logo or emblem representation and of course you located 14b almost instantly because you're such a smart man 
XIBB. Good job, buddy. Dustin, as I look on the cover of the album, I've identified 14B. I've identified Checkerboard, checkerboard chick. chick. We're playing Beg Your Pardon next. Did you identify oh. that one? Good reference to, to Dolly here, and we talk about it in the interview. Yeah, it's coming up after this track. So I think you hit it on the head with this album. Such a variety of sound. Oh, yeah, man. They ain't fucking around. They produced a good album here, Dustin. Um, Last song, I could hear the No Doubt influence. And yeah. Then, and here we, we're fucking... We're going, right? Love that. As if Dolly Parton meets hardcore. And, and it's got a great rockabilly sound to it, Dustin, for sure. You know, nice uh, deep bass. And I like, I like the fact that she's answering a song, right? Something from her childhood. Uh, you know, it, it, it's a response to it. It's very fucking cool. It's kind of one of those things, Dustin, right here in podcast. You and I should be talking about this stuff, but I, I felt that Genesis did such a good job of, of covering it in the interview, going over you know the the meanings of, of a few of these tracks that we've selected to play, um, and and this definitely is one of them. Check it out. Get that limited edition 12-inch vinyl. There's only a hundred of them. To start, there's a lot less left. Yeah. Um, and um, the the CD you can get, of course, on Bandcamp for fourteen bucks. You can get it digitally, the same. Um, definitely, I, I I believe a, a high quality album, Dustin. We're, we're gonna see if this thing could uh, stand the test of time, even. Because here we are, we're earlier in the year. Right now, this is my favorite from this year. Came out last year, Chris. Oh shit! March of last year. I thought it was March of this. Fucking shit, I thought it... Oh my god, Dustin. 
we're fucked. <laughs> we're just adding more to the list from last year, aren't we? Right. Oh, shit. I thought it was out of this month. Shit. All right. Enjoy the last uh, little Dustin, bit of the song interview next. We're adding this to 2018. Fuck. Joining us now from the Von Tramps, Jenna Enemy. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Hi, guys. We're really excited to talk to you. Uh, the new album, The Futurist Female, sounds great, as oh, Dustin thanks. would say. Yes, <laughs> sounds great. That's, that's Dustin's. Uh, thanks for your time on that, Dustin. You know, a couple songs we've had a chance to listen to that really stood out to us. One of them, we, we already had talked a little bit before about Sarah. That one yes. guy. Tell me about Sarah and that song. So Sarah's just that one girl that we all know. When you get that super great bestie and you have a really good connection, and then they go out and they get a girlfriend or a boyfriend, and then you're suddenly out. <laughs> Sarah's, Sarah's that one that pushes you out and uh, drives you insane. And it, so uh, she's, and she's kind of every person. She's, she's that one girl. And definitely my, my favorite feature of the song is the music just cuts out and it's like, because of Sarah. <laughs> and it's, it's, it, it, it's so great. Tongue in cheek humor is fantastic. And, and uh, it's a great song as well, uh, which brings me to just talking about the album in general. There's a lot of different sounds throughout the album. Uh, yeah. it, 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 you take things, it sounds like, you know, like a little bit of Tiger Army and a uh, there's even a little bit of two tone in there, and yeah. and and it, it, it's just got a lot of variety to it. Um, tell me about the process of creating this album. Uh, I'm a person who just loves variety. I I don't have a single tattoo on my body because if I had something forever, I'd hate it. Um, so I like to swing around different you know avenues and and sounds, and so I kind of stick with a specific sound. But I love punk rock. I love ska. I love musical theater. I love like musical <laughs> comedy. And so there's a little bit of that in, in all of it. I mean, it's basically if you took like Julie Andrews, Spinal Tap, Two Tone, No Doubt, and Joan Jett, threw them in a blender. And I, think and, that's kind of what and I caught that as well. And even in the vocals uh, that range from um, great singing, like, you know, Hitting the high note all the way to almost a hardcore sound sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, it was trained in all avenues here. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Um, tell us about the band, the Von Tramps. So the Von Tramps formed in 2013 on Halloween in the basement of the Rossmore Building downtown St. Paul, and it's a rat-infested building wonderful <laughs> and uh <laughs> and we decided to be a misfits cover band for a halloween show and then we started writing our own stuff and i liked that just so much more and so the von tramp just came to be and we set no limits whatever we wrote we played mm. and it, i think it shows in that album it's a little bit more variety it, it definitely does uh tell us about other releases that you've had prior to this Sure. We released an EP independently called Fast and Loose. So that was our first mm -hmm. little one. Um, and then we released The Future is Female, which is our 14th song full album. And, and there's a selection of it on Spotify and all the digital physical format. We actually have 14 songs on that one. So you definitely want to get the physical vinyl or the CD so you get the extra song. And now we're working on a six song EP called Suns Out Strung Out, which is a collection 
all about summer love and how you wish it would get lost. <laughs> well, summers there in Minnesota are short, I'm sure. They are, and the love affairs are even shorter. So you're going to really enjoy this EP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell us about the title of the album, The Future is Female. We've talked a lot of, uh, on our show about a lot of different bands, the, the girl power part of the punk scene, even. Yeah. and And we've played... Heck, we had a girl power episode, didn't we, Dustin? Yes. Not every single band either had female vocalists, all females, mm-hmm. something. And we've had an opportunity to, to interview bands like the Darts, and we love uh, Page Press and Press Gang Union as well. Jessa Lantern. Oh, and Jessa awesome. Lantern. We've got a lot of uh, female singers that and, and band members who we are big fans of. Tell us about the future is female. Yeah, so my um, my guitarist, the co-originator of this band, Chelsea Oxborough, and I, uh, we went through some pretty crazy stuff. And I think when everything just kind of, you know, imploded on itself, we looked at each other and we still had our friendship. And that was such a powerful thing. And so banding together and just kind of doing the whole bros before hoes kind of thing and making this album and powering through. Chicks before we dicks. so many things. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> We realized so many things, just That's... so many things about friendship and each other. And, mm-hmm. and at the same token, while we were writing this, there was a huge uprising. The women's marches started happening. Mm-hmm. Hashtag me too. To watch. Right. That happened. It was, it was, it's been incredible to watch these brave women. Mm-hmm. We were so inspired. So we thought we would just, you know, give them an, an album, give them, mm-hmm. you know, something to represent them. No, and, and in all honesty, I mean, you, you, you summed it up well there. And, that, and that's awesome. You know, the, the last couple of years has been a big, a big push of female artists finding their voice yet again. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that we had a, a run. I, I was reading something the other day. Did you know that, and, and, and maybe you don't listen to country music. I don't, but I just happened upon this little statistic the top 30 country hits on the chart right now are 30 men. Oh, really? Oh, my God. All 30 songs have a snap track. A, a, I just a, think a fake snap think track. We need to ask ourselves what would Dolly Parton do in these times? Yeah, absolutely. Right? <laughs> and, and with so many amazing vocalists like Alison Krauss, I'm a big fan right. of Alison Krauss. How, how has this happened? And a lot of it, the, the the top ones, the top females, they go over to pop. Yeah, that and, makes sense. And it's created this vacuum. Mm-hmm. And here we are over here in punk rock land enjoying so much more, right? We, we have right. such a, a, a rise of female artists. I mean, goodness sakes, Amy Interrupter right now is probably the single most popular female in all of punk rock right now. She's incredible. Um, yeah. And, and with the interrupters having this great album and the, and the single that, that charted and everything you you're seeing, we're over here like, Hey, we're trying to embrace what's going on. What's going on in our culture. Right. I just think maybe in country, you're a little limited. I don't know. I mean, I've never, I think what you're saying is absolutely true. I mean, you look at Taylor Swift who is selling out giant stadiums, which she's been able to do that as a country star. I don't know. I, d- so, I doubt it. Right. I doubt maybe, it. Maybe maybe it's about the dollar. Um yeah. unfortunately. But gosh, I mean, a Dolly Parton record still holds up over time today. I don't I can't maybe I can't say that about a lot of the pop stars that are up and coming that want that one shot. But I can listen to something that Dolly Parton put out in her earlier career and it's still it still is king. And and, and she's a pop culture icon, uh, in, in everything that she did, in, in her dress, in her mannerisms. 
Yeah. Being crossover into pop, doing movies and stuff like that. We got to get you in movies now. <laughs> I've already been in a few. Don't, don't make me do that again. <laughs> Wait a minute. You've been in movies? Yes. What mo- Tell us more about being in movies. Oh, I was a B-horror movie actress for a long time. And then I, uh, and then I worked on uh, a few movies with like Woody Harrelson and uh, Nick Offerman. Just as like some extra work as well. So uh, Yeah, I've done movies. I, gosh, I love music so much more because with movies, it gets tough. Like you have to play somebody else all the uh-huh. time. And I really like playing an extension of myself on stage. I think that's way more fun. Well, we, we had a B-Flick movie review that we did. We did. Oh, a- no. <laughs> what was so the- fun. <laughs> and and uh, we love B-Flicks. Oh, yes. some of them are great. The one that I'm in, maybe not so great, but, you know, it was still fun. Is is that no, something that's 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 a hidden secret about you, or is that is that something that's well known? Oh no, I think it's well known. I, okay. th- I think yeah. I mean, you can search me on IMDb, and you can see the credits, and you could watch them. You could, I mean, you could go on Amazon and watch them. One that I'm in is really cool. It's called American Beast, and um, it's a you know it's about a big monster in the woods, and it, it's throughout time. And then another one that I'm in is uh, it stars the guy from Chucky. Brad Dorif, and it's called The Control Group. And I think you can get that one on Amazon or Redbox or... We're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna, ah, we're gonna look for you're it. You're gonna now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so music, but music over movies for you. Yeah, I guess right now, like I said, I can't really stick to one thing, but I did the movie thing. I enjoyed it. I, have, I had a great time, but I just... Music speaks to me so much more, and, and I'm a big lyricist. Like, I love writing songs. I love putting my words into music and i love when people relate and sing them back to me mm. there's there's no greater feeling Dustin in the world loves that too yes and with films when they release i mean i get to sit in a theater and i get to watch it with a bunch of people but it's not the same it's not the same energy right. and maybe i'm selfish for that fact that i need that energy back like a drama queen or something but i just no. really love it how after the show i get these groups of you know everybody but mainly women who come to me and they say you know this song connected me because I went through this before. I, I can't believe you wrote this. This is exactly how I feel. Mm. And just like that connection is what makes this whole experience worthwhile and so amazing. I didn't want to derail the conversation because it's great, but I have a whole bunch of follow-ups. So first, <laughs> The Ungovernable Force. That's the movie That's Chris it, The Ungovernable Force, bro. <laughs> That's what Chris was talking about. That was the bomb. <laughs> and then we were talking about Dolly Parton. So tell us about track three. Beg. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Beg Your Pardon. That's a great song. I actually kind of worked that one out with my mother, which I think was such a cool experience because we both went through something terrible. And uh, I was writing down these words, and I was like, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? She's like, yeah, get it, get it. Um, But Beg Your Pardon is just kind of about, you know, that Jolene song where Mm -hmm. Dolly is, you know, pleading with Jolene not to take her man. Well, in my instance, the way I feel about it is if you could take my man, then go ahead and take him because I wouldn't want him. And, you know, at that point, if he's willing to go with you, then he wasn't much of a man to begin with. <laughs> so the whole song is just kind of like, how could you do this? We're really great friends, but also you get what you deserve and you reap what you sow. And if right. you want him, you can have him and he's going to do the same thing to you in a couple of years when you're old, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I just 
that that part of that story has not been said, and I really appreciate Dolly's song and being able to use part of it because that song moved me for years. And then just being able to retell a story that so many people have gone through just with different eyes. Well, we're going to play and talk about a couple tracks on the episode. So a couple that we are going to talk about, we'd love to talk about with you, get your insights. So 14B, we're going to play that. That looks like that was a single released before the album. Tell us about it. Yeah, 14B. It's about my hometown and just falling back in love with Minneapolis, Minnesota. I I brought a person here from Chicago and he was and couldn't believe all these things and seeing them in the first you know, for the first time and driving around with him, it just kind of made me fall back in love with my city and just how many cool things are here. I take for granted, you know? Yeah. Paisley park. Yeah. Prince lives 10 minutes away from me. I never really thought about that. that being Rest in cool. peace, Prince. Right. right. Oh, I'm a huge God. Prince fan. Yeah. <laughs> I do a punk rock show, but I'm a huge yeah. Prince fan. Yeah, We'll, we'll play Prince just for, just for the hell cried, of it. Cried for months. Right? All of Minnesota oh, yeah. that, when oh, that yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, is that, is that the park walk. that has the the spoon, the bent spoon with the cherry in it? I think so. I've never been in. I think so. I drive by it all the time, but I've never been in. Uh-huh. Um, he also used to host, I think, pajama parties, which I've, that's such a cool idea. Like concerts where people would just come as they are. And I think wow. and they'd be secret and invite only and I, really, really neat. But um, yeah, awesome. Prince just being very close to us and we have so much great music. Husker Du came out of here, Babes in Toyland. I mean, it's been incredible um, how many great artists come out of here. So Nectary? 14B is just an homage. Tell us about Checkerboard Chick. Checkerboard Chick. That's my favorite. One of my favorite songs. <laughs> yeah, that was the first one I picked too. I love that song so much. Um, it's, it's just about falling in love with a guy at a star show. I mean, that's really all it is. I just like, please you so cute i can't believe it it's just about just loving ska music and loving that scene and uh, just really really enjoying a good good night out i guess i also cool. noticed on the on the cover the like the album cover there's like yeah. these different slots oh. was, was each one representative of a different song that you sang on the album i'm so glad you brought that up actually um the person who designed that album cover is um ryan roberts of the brig and we worked together. We, we, I really wanted this just like cutting edge, like graphic art presentation, almost like Obey's work, you know, the guy who does Obey. And, um, and so he mm-hmm. came up with this great idea of doing this crystal ball with like symbols all around. And yeah, each, each one is a symbol for the songs. And, and you'll see like my dog on there as well, Mr. Hans. And so that's pretty fun. Nice. Uh, but yeah, each, each piece was like a symbol of the record, which I thought. That I know incredible. which one's checkerboard check. <laughs> it was just a, such a smart design. I'm so grateful that he did that. I know which one 14B is. Oh, whoa, oh you're yeah. fucking so smart. <laughs> it's XIVB. Yeah. Oh, and if you get the vinyl, there's a totally different cover that's hand screen printed by Dewitt, and he did all the art for you know triple rock artists and big wow. shows down here. He's a major, amazing artist. So uh, if you pick that one up, they're also numbered. We only have a hundred of them, and they're hand screen printed. Well, how That's do we cool. get that? You didn't <laughs> go get to the band camp. <laughs> come to a show. I mean, we're touring all the time. We'll come to you. Yeah, um, tell us or, about touring. Yeah, that's yeah. Gonna just a uh, good or, segue. Or, you know, let me finish this because it's important. Oh. Or you can get them at Devon Tramp's 
store at thevontramps.com if we if we miss you. There it is. The, um, the limited edition 12-inch vinyl LP, limited to 100 copies. You can buy it now, Dustin. How many are you buy down to? You were at 100. How many are you down to? Oh, you know, I we've sold quite a few. So, you so better people hurt. better get on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, and also they're in record stores now. So you can go to, if you're in Milwaukee, you can go to Rushmore Records. If you're in Minneapolis, there's two places that carry it here. There's No Name Records and there's Oofta Records. And then if you're in Orange County, L.A. area, it's at Toxic Toast. You said Oofta like it was no big deal. For those who are listening, <laughs> not, no big deal for not us. from Minnesota, Oofta. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there. Oh, hey, don't you know? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my, yeah. my wife's from Wisconsin. <laughs> okay. Well, and okay, whenever let's... she talks to her sister, an accent comes out. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> that's why i'm grateful i'm a singer i think it disappears when you sing like uh like the beatles with their english accent yeah that's a good point totally so, disappears so what's on the docket for touring in 2019 oh, so much so we're heading back to gilman so we'll be in the bay area again oh, yeah. we're also heading back to los angeles and orange county and uh, arizona on a southwest tour we're going to be hitting the east coast Eventually, um, this I believe this summer, and we're doing like a Philadelphia, New York, just a small little East Coast loop, and then mm-hmm. always Chicago and Minneapolis. Right. Midwest uh, live and loud. Yes, <laughs> very loud, very live. Well, our driver's from Chicago, so we always have to go there. I mean, that's very important to us. Yeah. And Milwaukee has really, really great food. So <laughs> we're and, a fan that loves to eat. So and, yeah, and, and Milwaukee's got direct hit as well. Yeah, that's right. And it, there's there's a lot of Midwestern punk rock dust, and that's really Mast Intruder. Re- oh, we're gonna see him yeah. unofficially from Wisconsin. <laughs> well, oh, the guys that the guys at Rushmore Records, they're so fun. They're super punk rock lovers, and it's a it's a hoot like visiting them and seeing their collection. So we love Milwaukee too. What are some bands that have influenced you when you sit down to write music or just play? What what are you thinking about? What what are some things that are your core uh, when it comes to to music? Currently, the Beach Boys, because we're doing a summer album. You can't do summer without the Beach Boys. I, I hear that. Madness. I'm a huge Madness fan. I love I love the specials. I love No Doubt. I love Gosh Rancid. I mean, like everything. It's really hard to pick. It's super hard. Yeah. I just listen to a little bit of everything. I'm a huge Blink-182 fan, but that's because I've always been in love with tom DeLong since i was a kid um <laughs> i wanted to be like the female tom DeLong, and i just didn't understand that female nudity wasn't very funny so i got in a lot of trouble as a child um <laughs> female nudity can be funny it can but you've got I mean, you've got to have a hell of a sense of humor to pull it off though. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of mistakes i made because i thought female nudity was funny um those movies aren't on IMDb, Dustin. By the, way. <laughs> the ones with the female nudity. They're, they're not right. Oh my goodness! I, I'm inspired by so. I, I'm inspired by everybody. Honestly, I listen to everything. Dolly Parton's a huge inspiration. I just, I really listen to everything. So, the Von Tramps, females. How did Kieran get to be the one guy? Oh, he loves it too. He totally loves it. Uh, <laughs> he, he ought to. He better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or else, he fucker. Does. Did you read the name of the album? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think I think 
men that support that message, the future is female, are like the sexiest men. And fortunately, we have a lot of those hanging around us. So that's really, really great. Um, we started this journey with a female drummer, and um, we, we love her so much. But she had to leave our band for medical reasons. Mm. Um, and so when she left, we were working with a studio drummer to finish The Future is Female. And then we met Kieran, and, and Kieran was just kind of the one. And Perfect. so we put Kieran in and he just fits in so well with our group and we just have a blast with him. And, and sonically too. I mean, he kind of knows what the songs need and how to feel. And I love drums that can, you can feel their, feel their intent with their sticks. You know, mm-hmm. you could be the best technical drummer in the world, but if there's no feeling behind it, I, I'm not interested. I can... Like a drummer that I, I can get that with is the drummer of Legwagon. Every time mm-hmm. I hear him drum, I'm like, oh my god! I can like, I can feel, I can feel it. You know, I just wanted someone electric like that, and Kieran has that. I can pound on some drums with a lot of feeling, <laughs> but he has none of the technical. But none of the technical. Yeah, you got to have a little of the technical. Though. I'll tell you right now, <laughs> you'll know that I fucking mean it, but it yeah. it's going nowhere. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, I love this. Uh, we always joke around with him, and he's he's got a good spirit about it. Well, Jenna, uh, our last question, my last question should be, what is a musical guilty pleasure for you? But I don't think you have one. No, I listen to everything. I, will, I promise you. Like, I listen to Eurasia. A lot of people would make fun of me for that. I listen to everything. Dustin, I think, still has Limp Biscuit in the old rotation. <laughs> hey, I, I listen, listen to Eurasia. <laughs> Jenna, how can uh, people find you on the internet? Sure, I'm on Instagram um, at Jenna Enemy and Facebook, uh, Jenna Enemy there. Um, the Von Tramps are on Instagram and Facebook as well. Um, drop us a line anytime. We love to hear from the people that are listening to us, and we'll, we'll definitely message you back. Send us pictures of the dogs. We love that. <laughs> I think that's super cool. People do that a lot. I would love to meet all of you, so please drop us a line. Well, Jenna, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. It means a lot to us. We're big fans. Love the new album. Looking forward to tricking you into getting to Salt Lake City someday. Please trick me. Shoot a B-horror movie. I'll be right there. Fucking A. <laughs> Dustin, get the camera, sir. And I got we'll the camera. Do, need to and Dustin will do funny female nudity. There you go. Oh, it is very funny, I've heard. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. Jenna, Dustin, thank what you. are we going to play now? Next up, let's play a Checkerboard Chick.
Thanks again to Jenna Enemy for joining us. Talking about the album that came out last year, Chris. You fucking retard. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, Anyways. Man. March 4th of last year. 2018. How do we miss that in our 2018 then? I'm holding you accountable, sir. Just like we discussed with her, it's, it's cool when bands reach out because we missed stuff. Yeah, we missed so much from last year. Catch stuff like this. And there's missed. so much for 2018. There's no way we're ever going to fucking do that episode, dude. Ever. Hey, man. Fun song. Checkerboard chick. Cool little ska track, Dustin. You could do a little skanking right here. You can find, uh, find him doing this live on the old YouTube as well. Awesome. Is that the one guy in the band? <laughs> the one guy in the band is the drummer. So who's singing here? I don't know. We should have asked. We should have asked. Fuck. I'm putting you. I'm holding you accountable. I, I noticed, by the way. Is that a real big fish shirt? Hell yeah! I, I did it for. I wore this for. There a it is. One fish, two fish, red fish, real big fish. I think I was there when you popped that. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. Cool shirt. Chris, in case Dustin. you didn't know, the future Identity. is female. It is. Hashtag me too, bro. All right. Last track that we're going to play from the future is female. Fuck, Sarah. <laughs> oh, wait, no, go ahead. Crank it up right here. It's fun. There you go. This is a cool song. It was the first thing I talked to her about. Like, I mean, right. we were on the phone for two seconds just before the interview. And I was like, hey, did I get this right? You know, and, and it, it's, it's just a great reference to, oh, that, that one guy, right? That one person. We're nice yeah. like, yeah, that guy. <laughs> All right. And uh, it, it's, it's a cool track. It's fun. I, I like the cutouts. And uh, it, it makes for a neat track. And again, totally different from some of the other things we've heard, too. Right. Played a variety from the album, but the album had such a variety, very easy for us to pick a variety of tracks. I like that transition right there. It's a fun song, has cool uh, melodic transitions in it. There you go, you just break it down to the...
Justin, you can find more. You can find Jenna on Twitter at Jenna Enemy. And Instagram. You can find her on Facebook at Jenna Enemy. And you can find the band on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Vaughn Tramps. Chris, not the van. It's The Vaughn. Fuck off. <laughs> www.thevontramps.com. I fucked everything up. We had a great episode have a band going camp episode until I started or, fucking talking. Bandcamp site, too. Go get all the stuff. Digital buy or everything. vinyl Fuck or on CD. Just buy everything. Or go see them. As you heard with Jenna, they're going to be on tour. Go get, a, go get it at the live show. Damn right, Dustin. Or any of those record company, uh, record stores. The one that was in uh, California. They had two in Minneapolis, one in Milwaukee, right? Right. Handfuls of record stores. And, have them available and don't as well. forget to check out some Beeflex. Oofta. Oofta. <laughs> Oofta. Oh, yeah, there. Hey, don't you know? Right. Oh, and the Beeflex, yes. Check out some Beeflex. Dustin, do you have the. You got your sound? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I haven't used the special or the sound effects in a while. Yeah, I've, I've been missing them. <clears throat> I'll, get, I'll bring them back. It's time for guilty pleasures, Dustin. I've been doing grunge rock from the 90s, and there ain't nothing grungy or a little bit cringy than Collective Soul. <laughs> they were big. I, I listened to that uh, album. This is the second album, even though it's self-titled. Yes. It's the second one. The hints and allegations and whatever, blah, blah, right. blah, blah, you know, so on and whatever that was their very first album uh these guys are from georgia they're from stockbridge georgia but now based out of atlanta mm-hmm. and they started in 1992 they've been around i think they're still do yeah they have a new album coming out this year 2019 chris called blood hints allegations and things left unsaid 93 but this one right here collective soul self-titled came out in 95 it's a good song when it came out right it was i thought he kind of had a unique sound to his voice right here listen Right? It was kind of like the... Eddie Vedder-esque? Right, yes. Exactly what I always thought. Which is why I played this song, is because of that. (laughs) Dustin, this was uh, my favorite Collective Soul song, and may have been the only Collective Soul song uh, that I was ever much of a follower of. Really? Um, Yeah. Chris, this is kind of a long song, song, and not that I want to cut it short. You should. But... uh, there's another one that came out from this album, but it was also on the Jerky Boys soundtrack. Remember the Jerky Boys? Oh, my gosh. That was the guys that would do the prank calls, right? Yes. What was that one? That was a movie. So there's a movie called the Jerky Boys movie. Yeah. And the song's called Gel. Do you remember the Why song? Why you always... What, what is it? Why are you always fucking me in the ass? No, wait. That's Sandra Dice Clay. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm trying to remember. Do you want to play it? I'm going to play the, the... The Jerky Boys version. Is it like, got a phone call? No, this is the song. This is just the song. Oh, yeah, I remember this So, one. But this is the same album also from the soundtrack, but so a different sound. That's why I wanted to play since that was right. the song you listened to. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I like this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow, right? That's cool. I like it. I remember this song. I have the album. A little less Eddie Best, Eddie better S. Yes. On this, right? A little bit more themselves, maybe. Right? Kind of had that fuzzy guitar sound. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Right? Well, wait a minute. Hold on. Play Shine. Is Shine on this one? No, Shine's on hints and allegations of things left unsaid. That was their very first single ever. You want to hear that one? 
I'm just trying to remember what was. Oh, I remember this song. Holy shit, maybe I did know more Collective Soul than I, I even realized. Right? This one was uh, also off the self-titled. Pretty big one. This is... What's this song called? The World I Know. I remember this song, too. Maybe the, maybe I listened to a lot more of this than I... It's got the... Yes, it's got the... It's got the cellos or whatever. Fiddles. And then he, like, whispers. He's like... Very 90s grungy sounding. Oh, this is our conscience show? As the sweet breeze blows? Uh Has our kindness gone? Hope still lingers on. Yeah, okay, yeah, I remember this one now. Alright, Chris. This is New York City. But I don't know why. Hold on, this is a good part. Oh, it would, oh no, it's later in the song. He, 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 then I ask really myself. Up. Yeah, yeah, okay, I remember that. Alright. What do you got here? This is off Discipline Breakdown Collective. So, this first time we've done this with Guilty Pleasures, where we just. A little bit, little bit. I didn't bit realize you band. had so much. This is 90, uh, 97. Yeah, Discipline Breakdown. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. See? Yeah, but no, this is where it left me, dude. This is where I was just kind of like, eh. All right. One more. Do you, do you have the new the new, the new album? It's called Blood. And 2019. I, I don't think it's released yet. I think it's forthcoming, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think it's actually released yet. But then they had like this. Well, all right. What else you got for me? This is the last one. What's this this is off from? of Dosage. 99. Called heavy. This is the last they go one in I've a got different. They go in a very industrial. Um. Oh, dude, this is from Varsity Blues. Was it? Fuck yeah. Well, it was also on the album Dosage. You can tell his voice. It's much different from December throughout. No, any better sounding. No. Wow, they went a, they went in an entirely different direction, didn't they? Uh oh. You get that kind of sound, but it's a group that makes that sound. Maybe not. It's not a group. No, that's him doing the Eddie really Vedder sound, dude. It's really deep. It's the Eddie Vedder sound. Balls on me. Brings <laughs> me down. <laughs> All right, you Chris. You can talk all the shit you want, but you're the asshole that has all these fucking CDs. <laughs> That's true. Oh, wait, no, dude, you got to do the other thing first. Oh yeah. What are you doing? Well, first, hold on. What is this? More stay in the motherfucking time. Yes. So you get a little sample of where we're at. Okay. Right? Okay. And now Chris wants. This is. This is... We smoke the blunts. Rolling blunts and smoke the blunts. Uh, let me get a nickel bag. 
15 bucks, little man, put that shit in my hand. If that money doesn't show, then you owe me, owe me, oh. My jungle love. There you go. Yeah. Oh, we, oh, we, oh. I think I want to know you, know ya. Yeah, what? What the hell are you singing? You don't know jungle love? That shit is the mad notes. Written by God herself and handed down to the greatest band God herself. The, the motherfucking time. I mean, the guys in that Prince movie? Yeah, Purple Rain. That shit was so gay, fucking 80s style. Hey! Nothing word about the time. Me and Selba modeled our whole fucking life around Morris Dan Jerome. I'm a smooth pimple loves the pussy. And tell me here's my black man servant. What? What I tell you two about dealing in front of the store? Now drop the kid and pedal your wares someplace else, burn boy. And for the record, the time sucked ass. <laughs> and now, on that note, now we'll play it, Dustin. Oh. Yeah! That, of course, was Jay and Silent Bob from Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Yes. The, uh, the scene uh, very early in the movie. I think it's like an opening scene. I think so, too. Like right there at the beginning. And, of course, you and I reenacted that at the gas station before a show some yes, weeks we ago. Uh, it was a Friendsmas. It was at the Friendsmas. You I needed was, some change. I, I went and bought front. a drink or something like that. And we were just hanging out in front of the store, and I was like, motherfucker. And you were just kind of chilling behind it. Yeah. Bob, just leaning up and against the, the wall. And a family, of course, pulled in and were not appreciative of us. <laughs> All right, Chris. This is Morse oh, Day and the time. Yeah, the these guys are from time. Minneapolis. Formed in '81. The band members are known for having been associates and close Prince associates, and arguably the most successful artists who ever worked with him. Mm. What do you think of that? Prince worked with a lot of people. We played Sheila E on the show. Yeah. Um. I'm a smooth motherfucking pimp who loves the pussy. <laughs> All right, this is Jungle Love. It came off of Ice Cream Castle. That was released July 2nd, 1984, Chris. Dustin Morris Day, born 1957. Minneapolis, Minnesota. He was almost 30 years old when he was doing this one. Man. Dustin, Morris Day is going to be featured on the new Angry Birds movie, Angry Birds Movie Part 2. He'll nice. be the singing voice of JJ. Fantastic. Well, it was a good choice to pick Morris Day. Uh, this track right here, Jungle Love, it was written on the Prince's 1999 tour, man. It's one of the first tracks to involve other members of the band in the creation. Oh, we go, we go. Uh, Jesse Johnson played guitar on the recording. Morris Day did lead vocals. Yeah. Prince played all the other instruments on this. What do you think of that? Guitar, singer, Prince did everything else. Fuck yeah. All right, Chris, we can find all these bands on Facebook. And Spotify. At Hexen.oi, 
at uh, Splinter Band, at Empire Down Oi, Evil Conduct Official. There's two. Look for Evil Conduct Official. At Dillinger 4, that's the number four. At Reverend Horton Heat, at Bouncing Souls, at The Bond Tramps. And go look at The Bond Tramps. They're also on Twitter, uh, Instagram. Chris, where are you at? I'm just listening to the time. That's it. Dude, that's fucking great. That is great, wasn't it? You ready? Yeah. Play the fucking outro!